Hello, hello, and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen, and I'm the dungeon master for this group of ragtag heroes and adventurers. But this is not about me. This is about these lovely players who come and join me each and every Wednesday night for a fantastic D&D session. Please introduce yourselves, lovely players. I have to start with Michael, because Claire's running a little bit late. Hi, I'm Michael. I'm playing Lockie Hobbs, the Warforged Artificer, who has lost his home and joined up with his new friends and has fully succeeded in smoothing over diplomatic relations. There's no sarcasm in my voice at all. No, no, Lockie believes that 100% that he did a good job in that yeah. council meeting. Yeah, absolutely. He did absolutely in that council. Yeah, uh, for the audience, uh, Lockie did not do a good job. Lockie almost started like considerable problems, but um, hey, Lockie's in mind, super smooth sailing. And he's super, super keen to um, pull this ship apart, hopefully not while we're flying it. Yeah, the airship. Uh, next up, we've got, uh, I think let's jump to uh, let's jump to Jared next. Ooh, nice. Well, guys, I'm Jared. I'm, I'm currently playing uh, Jin, our... Um yeah, changeling uh, bard slash warlock. Um, got a few interesting things happening tonight. I apparently was flashing a dragon egg amongst the docks, so that's going to be very interesting. From the map, though, it did look. I thought it was a little bit more enclosed. Didn't realize it was so public. So that's going to be very interesting to see how that sort of unfolds. Um, but yeah, otherwise, um, yeah, Jin's sort of just like the resident sort of spy character that I guess Myra Amira sort of aspires to be um yeah that's pretty much it so I'll pass it off to uh to uh Ellie for Lyra hello I'm Ellie I'm playing Lyra the moon druid um and uh I think she's absolutely terrified of this brand new technology a ship that is apparently also going to be in the air uh, so I think she's just gonna see how all this goes and is probably yeah. really praying that she'll pick up a flighted uh, wild form yeah. very soon that's actually just that's actually a really good point like you would have seen the sky castle but that i mean that's a massive structure that flies and and for you like that's powered by giant magic which in your mind is like yeah well of course that works but you wouldn't have ever seen anything like this so actually that's, that's such a good point i keep forgetting that you yeah lyra wouldn't have seen any airships before like when you went up to the the sky castle the giant's castle you rode on the back of a rock like a giant <laughs> a giant eagle um travels uh, along with a giant flew you up like they, they took you up to the sky castle so you would not have seen anything like this before um that's such a good point uh we also have claire playing uh, the character of mira a dragonborn half silver half red all badass uh who uh, will be joining us a little bit later um i think that's a good description mira half red half silver all badass yeah that'll do yeah. i'll just use that as claire's recording um now last we left off we had a very interesting session last time we concluded the council of palin the meeting of leaders mercenaries uh and spies Groups of people united under a common cause, uniting to combat the threat of the Order of the Dragon. But we should do a little bit of an intro to our characters. Mira, Jin, Loki, and Lyra have been in Palin for the last couple of sessions, the capital of the Ocean Empire and the location with this council meeting of lords, spies, and mercenaries. Having thwarted many of the cult schemes, the Order of the Dragon, the Tempest Guild have become the chosen representatives of the League of Adventurers at the historic summit in the Imperium, seat of the Ocean Empire. 
The group know that the Order of the Dragon has been around in various forms for centuries, historically attempting to use necromancy to bring the bodies of dead dragons back to life as draculiches. But in the past few years, something has changed. The goal now seems to be the accumulation of vast amounts of gold, silver, and treasure by any means necessary. However, the group have discovered that wealth is not the endgame. The purpose of this horde seems to be some part of a ritual required to release Tiamat, one of the evil betrayer gods from her prison far beyond the astral space. Other requirements or specifications for this ritual remain clouded and unknown to our party, except a suspicion that Mira, one of the characters, might be involved in this ritual to some degree. The session ended with the party arriving at an airship that had been purchased by the steward of their guild, Leosin Olrantha. Half-brother and uh, soulmate, I guess you could say, to Azua, one of the other player characters, um, who is currently taking time away to investigate some rumours far beyond. Leosin informed the party that he had not yet finished paying for the airship, that he in fact owed quite a considerable sum of gold on it, and that if he was not able to pay this gold in a very short amount of time, he would be under threat from Long Don Silver, Pirate Mafia Don. The party were having a discussion with Leosin on board this airship, uh, during which Leosin informed the party that there had been a theft from their guild hall. One of the dragon eggs that had been stolen had been removed. Jin, in an effort to make light of the situation, created the illusionary duplicate of a dragon egg flashing it around, in full view of anyone else who might have been happening to walk by the airship docks. We left off right as that happened, with Jin dispelling the illusion as Leosin sort of grappled towards his hand. I was like, no, 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 as this happened. Quick question. Yes. Should have asked this. Are we on our own private airship, and how accessible is that to other members of the public? Yeah, so the airship... Yeah, so so the the, the airship docks of Palin are very, very busy. Um... The way to sort of picture the airship docks is there are um, far below, the streets below uh, are crowded with people moving to and fro. Rising like tree trunks from the streets are these large wooden towers and stone towers, um, often ringed with metal and gears which connect to the the skyships. You can actually see that these towers can be raised or lowered via massive gears powered by steam engines. as ships come in and dock, the, the platforms lower or raise to accommodate the airships and keep them above the busy streets below, and also provide transportation provide. and movement of goods. Oop, got a little bit of feedback from... That's Michael. Yeah, sorry, it was me. Uh, my uh, phone decided to die for just a second. No, Apologies. no, you're all good. Um, yeah, so the, the platforms sort of raise and lower, um, providing uh, a, a dock and a section for transport of goods from the airships down towards the ground rather than having the airships land. Uh, all around you, there are these towers, there are people, and there are other airships coming and going. Um, the airship that you guys are currently stepped upon, which uh, does not have a name, you guys will have to come up with a really cool name for that at some point. Um, yeah, the airship that you guys are on board is one of the smallest airships in this dock. There are a number of oh. massive passenger <laughs> ships. <laughs> Sorry. There are a number of massive passenger ships marked with the various symbols of the sky cities. Um, you can see there are a couple of merchant vessels, which are just basically giant um, 
giant hulls surrounding this uh, this central ring of metal bulging with goods um, that is used to transport stuff all over the continent and uh, and across uh, across the seas towards the other lands um, you can see that one of the vessels that's there uh, is a very strange metallic uh, vessel that, that I, I guess um the, if any of you are familiar with dwarves you've done some if you've spent some time in palin you would know this is a dreadnought um it's a giant mountain dwarf airship uh it almost looks like a a, a giant um a giant steamship uh with a large crackling ring of crystal around the outside uh that is sort of pulsing with this blue electric energy that uh, provides lift and thrust to the airship uh, it's designed to go into tunnels designed to go underground and also fly as well um, and it's uh, it's used to transport <laughs> it's used to transport metals to and from and precious goods from the dwarven empire um, over towards the uh, the free cities of Osha and the, the uh, empire and then to the floating cities as well um, you would also see a couple of ships that look much more like sailing ships uh, that just have sails that come off to the sides as well so the the main mast um, and then there's these lowerable sails on the side as well uh, that look to provide lift so it's a, it's a sail ship and a uh, and an airship as well uh, and those are most uh, mostly manned by the the orcs um, who sail the uh, the shattered isles uh, in vast floating cities and they, they generally spend most of their time on the ocean or in the or in the air on these ships um, so yeah the the docks around you are bustling busy there are hundreds of people coming and going of all shapes and sizes moving goods moving passengers running messages um the arakokra messaging guild is located in this ward as well and you can see hundreds of arakokra flying to and from um, carrying information uh, across the continent it's probably one of the busiest places in the city of palin awesome the airship docks <laughs> so how much privacy do we have on our own airship so you're currently docked in the passenger terminal so there's no it's not a private dock that you guys have not a private berth it's it's a um one of the large free docks that's basically a massive platform that comes off one of these towers um that is fixed it doesn't rise or move and there are about six or seven other airships parked around um i'd say walking along the docks uh 60 to 70 80 people moving about um nice. boarding airships sailors um, passengers. There's a couple of nobles moving through uh, aboard a palanquin that is moving across, keeping them away from the riffraff of the busy streets. Uh, but lots of people around. Um, so, although on your ship, it is just you and Leosin. There are no crew on this ship right. as of as of this point. So as Leosin starts panicking, I'll drop the illusion pretty quick because he's obviously making a fuss about it. Oh, thank God! Yes, no, please. As please, Emery, no, no, no. I'll sort of go. Oh well. That's my mistake now, isn't it, there, friend? Yes, um, I I also hear there has been a bounty put out on Emmerich. It's probably best if you don't take his form. Just a a heads up. Ah, yes, well. And then as I sort of... I sort of go behind some, like, barrels or something. Yep. um, And I'll switch back into Illyrian and I'll sort of come back around and go, Ah, well, that's a bit better. Yes, uh, yes, that's that's much better. Well, uh, lovely to to see you all again. Um, yes. So, uh, about the the problem with the airship, um, ten thousand gold, or my kneecaps get broken. Ah, well, that might be difficult to come by. Um, we got five thousand gold, but I think okay. we've actually used a fair chunk of it. 
as I look oh, towards oh Lyra in her new beast armor. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure Lockie's got something else. I think Lockie actually gave money for that too, so... <laughs> we, had a, we got a very good price on her armor. I did not have to spend anything. Oh, oh gosh. Okay, so we're okay for the gold then? Is that what you're saying? You've, you've, got, the, you've got the gold? Well, oh. not 10,000. But Azua told me that you took out a skyship and, and secured some of the Horde of the Dragon Queen. Yes, 5,000 gold. But he, we also he gave made it three platinum bars like... away, and we oh, also gave 1,000 away. So always stuck with his 4,000. And I point to my new press plate, which is Animantian. Um, well, that was a tidy penny. And then I also like have a bunch of other stuff in my inventory now. So I jingle my bag of holding and what well, yeah so I might have Erwin say so how much you reckon I would have considering that I got the Inventum breastplate upgraded oh so yeah sorry after after spending all of that um bear with me two seconds I've just I've are you I don't know if you guys have done your math right on the uh, on the gold that you got so you had 5,000 gold pieces but you also had 500,000 copper and 100,000 silver oh yeah, yeah. that's so- we haven't really d- dived into that much yet are you and the and the chest containing 800 platinum <laughs> Wait, what? There, the, there was 800 platinum in that hoard as well. 800 platinum? Yeah, yeah, 800 platinum pieces. Yeah, you are filthy at the moment. I don't see any 800 platinum in the... There was three platinum bars. No, nope, there should have been 800 platinum too. Oh, that is new. I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 unless, unless I, because I copied and pasted it, unless I missed it, and I do very much apologize if I did, but that should have been, should have been in there. Holy shit, that might, that might make a difference. I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I, I was going to, I was going to make you guys start rolling deception checks for lying about how much gold you've been hoarding. <laughs> no, I'm not even, you don't need to roll deception. I don't, I don't remember that. I think no, Lyra no, just it. offers up her 100,000 copper pieces and just sort of starts pulling it out of her pocket. She's like, I have no idea how much this is, and just uh, starts paying it on the I don't think I've uh, dished it out yet. It's gonna, that's going to be hard to get out of a bag of holding and not have it be a mess. Um, so the, the adamantine armor, um, Jared, minus the cost of your... Because you would have you had your original breastplate, um, uh, yep. would have come to about 400 gold pieces. So roughly, I probably still have about five hundred gold myself. Yep. I'm just trying to find the entry. Cause yeah, cause like what you copy and pasted, I copy and paste into my notes. Oh well, I'll I'll copy and paste it again if you like. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't just, know this is just the gold. This is just the gold that you guys got. Oh, there. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Right. Cool. Okay. Oh well, I won't say no to that. As I'm sort of. Okay, look, we'll do it from an RP point. So, yeah. I sort of, uh, well, let's have a look. And then I sort of open the bag, I bag of holding, that, yeah. and I sort <laughs> of start like sort of rummaging through it. However, you rummage through a bag of holding, and I go, wait a second. You actually can't if you don't know it's in there. You can't find it. That's oh. that's actually, uh, yeah, that's one of the problems with a bag of holding. Okay, so how are we gonna? <laughs> you have to tip it upside down onto the deck, and everything falls out, and that's how you learn what's in a bag of holding. Oh, this is going to be fun. Is it? As you, as you pull out the bag of holding, Leosin sort of looks and goes, um, why don't we take that below deck 
into the cargo hold, <laughs> and we can have a look at what you've at what you've got. Uh, Mira, would you would you mind staying on deck and just keeping an eye on the ship and making sure people don't try and board it or come on looking for a job? I, we need a crew, but I I don't want to have them coming down and seeing how much gold you've got. If if you have the hoard with you, I'd I'd rather we keep that separate. Uh, Mira goes. Uh, yes, of course, Leo uh, I can stand guard. She uh, sort of gets into position, standing on the prow of the uh, prow of the deck, sort of looking forwards, looking a little bit menacing, occasionally um, sort of poking her forked tongue out like a lizard. Yes, very, very good. Right, well, the three of you, do you want to come below deck with me and I can show you the ship a little bit and you can show me the hoard, the treasure that you collected? Yes, perfect. Let's, let's head down. Excellent. Come follow me. Straight down to the hold. Um, perfect. I will bring you guys down to the hold. So as as we're down, um, Lucky is sort of paying attention to what's going on, but he's very distracted by what he's seeing. So he's just going to be checking, looking how things work and how they all fit together, and see if there's any any anything that needs to be fixed. Because yeah, do you want to make me a perception or investigation check, Lucky, as you head on down the stairs? And you'll you'll be pretty good at this. Ten, uh, yeah. The ship is in very good condition. Um, it's certainly not new. It looks like this ship has had a couple of different owners before. You can see where repairs have been done, where different um, ideas of design have gone in. But um, it's in it's in remarkably good condition. Looks looks very nice. Is sort of the, one of the things that you notice, and um, you're sort of very aware of quite quite early on is how how very well looked after this ship is. It's it's in beautiful condition. Um, yeah, I'd say that um, that's probably what stands out most to you. Is it's a, it's it's in good condition. Um, as as sort of Leosin leads you down the stairs and into the uh, the main undercroft section, you can see this looks to be the mess hall or the the, the dining room. Um, there's a small galley kitchen just off towards the right hand side over near the large engines, and you can actually see that the stove is hooked into the engine. As the propellers turn, it generates friction um, to create heat for the stove. And there's also what looks like a strange jug that has a line heading into it with blades inside of it that is also powered by the propeller. Um, it's a blender, <laughs> for those who are listening. Um, but it's powered by the propeller of the ship. Um, there's a, a number of small gears which can be used to lock in and engage it. Uh, you can see that there's also a spit roast as well uh, over the stove that's also connected to this. There's a whole bunch of gears that slow down the movement um, to generate a really nice, consistent spit. But yeah, it looks like the kitchen's very well stocked. Um, you can see there are a number of bedrooms, uh, but Legosin sort of leads you down into this area here and goes, uh, yeah, so there's, there's obviously more down the ship, but let's, I think this is a good place to, to pause. That way we can still be within earshot if something happens to Mira, and you can show me what you've got in that uh, bag of holding there. Oh my god. So how would I... Just tip it upside down, that's it. No, 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 no. What I mean is, how would <laughs> how would you, like, so for 100,000 silver pieces... If 10 of them are gold, do I divide 100,000 by 10? That's exactly right. So, so we what have 10,000 so gold pieces for silver, 5,000 yep. gold pieces for sea... In for copper? The, yep. In copper? copper. Yep. And 8,000 so gold in platinum pieces. we've got 15,000 in those. Yeah, you've, you have spent... PP. Yeah, although keep in mind you have spent some of that. Um, and the gold. haven't touched any of the CP The gold's gone. Yeah, exactly. And, the, and, and none of the PP? No, none of the platinum pieces have been touched. Oh my god, I didn't realise... Because the, well, the thing is that's tricky about that this is the... We have to, like, exchange them for gold. Or 
We keep them as they are, as one. They're in. They're in. They're in chests. Uh, each of them are in chests. You put them into chests. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just making sure you guys know. It's not like if you turn the bag upside down, it's just going to spill a hundred thousand silver pieces across the floor. Just making sure you guys know that. Because you did, I I wrote down, you put them into the chests that were in the room. Alright. Well, look, anyway, um, also, (laughs) well, I would suggest sort of, uh, and I sort of gesture Mm. for people to move back, and I get ready to sort of spring to my step if need be, um, and then I will tip the bag upside down. Okay. I think... Yeah, so, so the first thing that happens is three chests, yes. three medium-sized chests go dunk, 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 onto the deck of the ship, echoing through. Um, a loud clinking and clanking of gold from inside um, basically moves about. Uh, everything else you put into the bag of holding gin, do you want to talk us through what else falls onto the deck of the ship? So there's uh, 180 uh, pastries that are oh, in a fuck. bag. I forgot about that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that spills out across the floor. They are they are now uh, yeah just all over the floor. Yep. They were in a bag though, which is nice. So they're not horribly like. Um. Otherwise, I don't think we've chucked a lot of stuff in there. I think it's basically just the hoard and the pastries at the moment. I don't think we have anything else in there. You've not had the bag long, so that doesn't surprise me that there's not a huge amount in it. Um, Leosin sort of moves over towards the sack. Um, oh, the thing is, so the, the width of the bag of holding, the width of the opening, you probably couldn't fit a sack containing all the pastries in it, so it's probably in a couple of different Hessian bags. Um, Leosin sort of kicks through the Hessian bags and goes, um, baked goods? Uh, uh, yes, they, they were acquired on a night out. I sort of look at Lockie, because he's the one that informed me about them. Right, okay. Yes. And uh, these chests, and Leosin sort of sort of moves over and kicks one of the chests and it pops open revealing just ridiculous amounts of copper as he looks he goes oh wow there's hundreds of copper pieces in here um how thousands Thousands, hundreds of thousands i said um um right do we know how much is in these well if we i've i've done a little bit of math myself if we exchange it for gold i think that's actually five thousand gold right there Oh, the copper. And then I show him the silver pieces, and here, I think, is about 10,000 gold. Oh, my goodness. Okay, right, so let's just deliver the silver chest. What do you reckon? And then this, and then I show him the uh, platinum pieces. Now, I was unaware of this. I completely forgot about it. By Bahamut, that, that's, those are platinum pieces. That is solid platinum. There's hundreds in there. This is, yes. this is thousands of gold. Yes, how much of this are we going to be spending and how much of this are we going to be giving back to the people it was stolen from because this chest he points at the chest of like 500,000 copper pieces we're talking this is years of people's lives decades uh, this is this is hundreds of years of people's lives of work of toil this is family savings this is a very large amount of gold that could be yes. used to, to keep them alive, <laughs> keep them going through the winter, keep businesses running, keep them off the street. This was stolen from them. We need to make a decision right now what good it will go to them and what good it will do to us and figure out how we are splitting this. Because obviously, if we can prevent the end of the world, I think these families will be happy to sacrifice some of that gold to us. <laughs> I think that's a given, that their lives being saved in return for some copper 
I don't think it's too much of a sacrifice, but there is a point that we are going to cross if we take all of this. And it's a very fine line that I will not walk. Does the line move because we know that there's probably a cave full of even more treasure that we're trying to find? And like, if we didn't have the airship, we couldn't find the cave full of treasure. Lyra, you raise a very good point. However, that gold was also stolen from people, and we're going to need to give some of that back to you. Exactly, so that's my point. See, we use the gold that we have now to save your kneecaps from angry pirate dons. I'm I'm on board with that. And then the gold that we get from, I'm assuming, the cave where the dragon people are. I'm assuming there's lots of gold there. And so we get that gold, we redistribute it to the people that need it first, tell the lords to go fuck themselves, and then give them the leftovers. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on board with that decision, so, so I guess I guess what, what we're are doing they then do? is... Come with us? So so your logic, Lyra, let me, let me see if I can hash this out. So you're saying that we keep the gold that would have been from the lords mm-hmm. and give the gold that would have belonged to the peasants back? Yes, that's precisely right. what I've been saying. It sounds like a tale. It sounds like a tale I used to be told as a child. Hobbin Wood. <laughs> yes, look, yeah. the problem we're going to encounter there is that how do we distribute said gold without any of the lords actually finding out about us distributing said gold? Robert? If only we knew a spy with good connections. Oh, sorry, what was, sorry, <laughs> Lockie, you say. You just fly on the ship, go over the uh, the, the places where they live. <laughs> no. The gold. You're gonna throw the copper out of the, like off the airship. Yeah. That, cause more, that actually might cause more damage as it like picks up speed as it's dropping and it just demolishes houses. Now, if you're throwing yes, it, but I could do some calculations and make sure it lands in a good spot. <laughs> it does it does give a new meaning to terminal velocity, doesn't it? <laughs> we, so... as we sail over villages and just drop shrapnel from above. <laughs> So out of game okay. Gloom, we have yes. five thousand golds worth of uh, CP. Copper. Yep. We have ten thousand golds worth of SP, mm-hmm. and we have eight thousand golds worth of um, the platinum. platinum. So we we have a total of twenty three thousand. That sounds right. Here's here's what I'm proposing. The platinum definitely doesn't come from villages, right? That's got to have come from lords. So we need to get rid of that shit as quickly as possible so that if they are to come after us and see what treasure we have, we have plausible deniability. There is no platinum in our, in our thing. It wasn't there. You never found it. What do we say? I mean, we could always launder it. How, how, would, how would we look? I, I mean, we do have a business set up back at the back of the guild. You trade on this ship? Uh, we, we could... It's not a very big ship. We could carry some cargo... But well, what? as you carry cargo, or as you buy cargo, you use the copper pieces, or you exchange the copper pieces, as it seems fit, along the way. Do a couple of loops of a uh, a uh, uh, a good trade route, and then maybe even make a little bit more money on the side. But you man- manage to move all the cop, yeah, man- all the platinum into gold. Absolutely. Do we do we have time for this? Why <laughs> are we? I did hear I did hear some strange horn sound before that obviously true, but yeah, look, it's an option. It, so, look, I'm not 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 shooting it down. I, I think it's a good option. Uh, laundering the money is not a bad idea. I'm I'm just thinking, in terms of speed speed and efficacy to get rid of this and to fuck over the lords because that sounds like a very high priority for you to to dick people in power. 
I'm thinking <laughs> we just we just give the eight eight hundred platinum pieces to Long Don Silver, along with some silver pieces, just a couple of handfuls of the silver, and then we wash our hands of the whole thing. And if 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 for example the laws happen to use some sort of spell like locate objects to try and find their platinum. Be with Long Don Silver. Exactly. I think so, that's an excellent plan. That's actually yes, that's that's inspired. Thank you. I I'm I am the brains. Um, Azure was the brawn. So we've already given a thousand to one of the local armies here. We've kept. Okay. So we've mentioned that we gave. So we had five thousand gold pieces. Yes. We gave a thousand to them. Actually, no, we only said we had a thousand gold pieces and three platinum bars. So we've yes. given a thousand okay. gold pieces and three platinum bars already. I don't think we have any talks, if we can help it, with Duke um, Dagolt Neverember. There's something about him I don't like. If we're going to go through anyone, maybe Susurus or well, uh, the Lord and Lady... Um, was it Lady Larian? I think I gave the gold... The Lady Laurel. La- Lady Laurel. So, I- I'm definitely... I think we should keep some of this for ourselves. We do have a very hard slog before us. So I think we should pay off the debt of the, the airship and leave a little bit for ourselves. But I do think we should at least maybe give almost half of this back. Or maybe even a third. Somewhere in between a third and a half, we should give back to the people that actually this belongs to. I mean, if, if you want to do it strictly mathematically, we can give back all the copper, half the silver... Use the re- part of the silver and the platinum to pay off this uh, pirate, and then keep the gold for for funding what we need to do next. So maybe what we could do is we could let's let's use all the platinum pieces for Long Dong Silver because yes. that's eight thousand gold. We'll use two thousand of the um, gold equivalent for the SP. Keep most of the SP and give back the five hundred thousand SCP. And we um, sort of have that. We have a community. We have a community suggestion. Uh, you should become caretakers of the treasure and build the people a statue. Everybody wins. Swap all their gold for a statue, and you keep the gold. And they sit there while they're like looking at the statue, starving, homeless, <laughs> and they look at the statue homeless. and they go, "Ah, oh, thank goodness, thank goodness, Adventuring Guild. I've had to eat one of my children to survive, but <laughs> this statue looks really beautiful." Who's the statue even about? Us? Is it us? I think it's going to have to be of the person suggesting it. So Green Echo One Two One. It's a statue of him. <laughs> so just some random like some dude. Some dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. some green even real dude. Relevant. They make it a copper. They make it. A, they melt down the copper pieces and turn it into the statue. <laughs> so oh like God, as it as it as it rusts, it goes green. Amazing. <laughs> That's it. That's what happens. <laughs> well, I reckon add a character. Definitely use all the PP. And give it to Long Dong Silver. So if they do locate object, they're going after him. Yeah, that's I. I think that's a really good idea. I don't think we want. I don't think we want to be trackable. And I don't think it, this Duke Duke Daygold. De, ah, uh, Daygold never ember. Sounds like a prick. He is. Well, I heard. I've I've mentioned this before to the people present in our party, but I have heard some. He's had some mistreatment of dock workers. A uh, shipment came in, and apparently they saw something they were not, not meant to, and nine disappeared. Now, oh, there's also them, a bunch of companies, potentially. There's also a lot of stuff that he has a lot of companies by proxy. Um, there's a lot of 
there's something about and in that meeting in a meeting about talking about national security he was more focused on getting back the treasure than he was about actually protecting the, the, the uh, you know our plane that seems about right for the nobility in my experience ah but I the, the other one Lady Laurel she was actually a bit more of a voice of reason I just felt like she was more about the people while he was just about lining his own pocket mm, fair enough so I don't trust him no absolutely well I think I think that's a solid plan shall we count the rest of the silver pieces or, or do you want to get rid of some of the copper pieces and count them in with the platinum and then we can take this to Long Don and hopefully um, get well, out of here I, before keeping the copper to redistribute would be easier because it would make it uh, uh, it's more it's more yeah yeah, yeah. EP's a bit more um, it's a bit more pivotal to the, the, the masses as well like that's what they live off, I guess, at the end of the day. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's uh, it's a lower denomination, easier to distribute, uh, very fair in that case. So Who wants I to would... count the silver? Should we, should, if we count 100 each and then just keep doing that until we've got enough? So, yeah, let's, let's expedite that. Let, everyone join in. And we'll yes. Right, you ready? On the count? We'll okay, we're going to start out. counting. One, this. two. two. <laughs> oh, my God. Welcome <laughs> to the session. No, no. He's, he's going well, to um, like hold out his arms and um, just sort of shuffle some things around on his shoulder so that when you put ten copper pieces onto one of his cogs, it'll tick over. Onto oh, the next very nice. You use it as like a multiplier. Yeah, very, very nice. Yeah, I think, my math, I think my math's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that's, that's the, the, the CP. So if you CP. if you have um, twenty thousand silver pieces, um, that will and plus the uh, hundred eight hundred platinum, that'll be enough. That will be the ten thousand. You'll be all yeah. sorted. Yeah, we'll use SP and the PP. We'll probably keep. I mean, like, okay, so yeah, PP eight thousand and two thousand SP will go towards long done. All five thousand of the CP. So it'll have so to be have to be twenty thousand. Have to be twenty thousand silver pieces because you need eight thousand. Yeah. You need two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just sort of doing in like gold equivalents. Um, or I think all the CP, which equals to five thousand gold. I think we just, I think we just honestly give that to someone who's a trusted associate of ours that they can distribute amongst uh, Green Nest and any other ravaged um, lands. That's that's five thousand gold equivalent. So that's 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 a sizable amount. Can, like for what people are, you know, so that's to. so that's what you've got left. You've got five hundred thousand CP and eighty thousand. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, five five hundred thousand copper, eighty thousand silver. So you'd like to get get that to, um, who, well, yeah, get get that to someone to distribute is the plan, correct? Well, the CP, the eighty thousand CP. I think we should keep at least maybe like half of that just as a party fund, and then maybe give the rest. Yeah. So so, so keep four thousand gold. Oh, sorry. Let's go, go, Michael. No, so I was thinking, keep the gold as the party fund. There is no gold. The gold's been spent. Sorry, that was I just so copied that from the been, module. The gold's, gold's been, been spent. distributed. With we don't have that yeah. four thousand gold anymore. That was put into things like you know getting the beast armor and all that. Um, right. Gold's gone. So it's just so, the copper and silver pieces left. Once you've distributed, once you've got the platinum pieces organized, with so the, we the still give about we're, we're still giving about like nine thousand gold back. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. I think that's reasonable considering that we're literally fighting a campaign against like a world sort of ending threat. 
yeah well, that's up being, to you i'm i'm not yeah. i'm not here to tell you i'm not here to tell you morality that's uh, that's Look, it's, uh, that's it's not, up to everyone else i can't like, do that if uh, michael and um ellie want to you know uh, if they have any other ideas i'm more than happy to listen of course no no that's all right because uh, the, the four thousand pleasingly splits between the four of us so that's fine exactly yeah so maybe we could just have a thousand again or keep it as just like a party fund like what sort of a, whatever i guess also, ship well, repairs may end up being costly if we end up getting it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. So it would be. Yeah, it would be good to, to say, have something yeah. in the pocket. Yes, I was about to say we also need to hire a crew. Um, yeah. I cannot fly this by myself, and I'm guessing that none of you have flown an airship before. How many people do you cryofill crew? Uh, I mean, ideally, I'd like to have maybe two. Someone who's gifted in navigation and a cook, unless one of you is quite good at cooking. Or gifted at navigation, then I guess we could try and get someone just yeah, a just a deckhand. So I guess you could be good at cooking. Okay. Fire and ice. Exactly. She can she can cool stuff and she can heat it back up again. I did hear there's ah. a chef in there's a chef in town, um, Beston Umenthal, who uh, does some strange things with culinary delights. I've heard he he could be he's looking for adventure. What's you can um, pick him up. What was this enterprise we heard of in... You guys... Where, where is the guild actually currently situated? I've always been Palin, but... Are you in Oxenfurt? Do you have anything there as an enterprise uh, or like any stakes yes. or manners? Yes, yes, we have a, we have a, a manor hall called the Night Hall. You, you might have heard of it. Uh, it was gifted to the guild from uh, the governor of Greennest. It was his old family home. Um, we currently have a, uh, a blacksmith's up and running a blacksmith's workshop up and running um and uh, we have a, a very famous artificer um professor griswold working for us as well well that will that'll come in handy like very well yes um the, the blacksmiths has been doing fairly well we have a, a tabaxi who's been working for us um she she's proven herself quite adept um at making and fixing armor so uh if you need any of your armor uh, looked at or repaired or um, or upgraded, she can help with that. Um, I, I hear she has worked on Warforge before. We've had a couple of Warforge customers come through for improvements, uh, not so much for the tinkering side of things, but more the, the metal and the, the large sheets of, of plates or the smelting of gears and certain metal uh, alloys. They're very gifted at that. She should be quite helpful, Lockie. She might be able to help you out there. Oh, that would be most fun. This, uh... Howls. Howls is her name. Howls, I see. And this artificer you mentioned, what is his trade? Uh, I'm going to be honest, I have no idea what he gets up to. Um, he has spent most of the time locked in the tower and the library. I've heard explosions. We had uh, green fireworks shooting out of one of the windows only a couple of weeks back. He says he's working on something impressive. Um, oh, he did He did give me this. He, When I said I was leaving to go and purchase an airship, he did give me this. Um, and Leosin pulls out of his bag... Um, some bright green glowing chalk and a uh, a scroll with drawings of, of sigils all over it. Yes, he told me to, to draw these sigils somewhere on the deck. Um, said he was working on something special, some way to travel vast distances. Um, I still... I don't know what yeah. they... Are. Uh, make me an arcana check, please, Lockie. Uh, you get the sense this is some sort of dimensional spell, something to to travel dimensions. Oh, 
could be dimension door, could be teleportation circle, could be planar travel, something like that. Fascinating. Yes. Uh, he said it's powered by magical energy, though, so every time we want to use it, we are going to have to, to use quite a bit of magical power to activate it. Um, I'm not sure where I'm going to put it. I, I probably could use... I was hoping to get Mira's uh, advice. She's the, the, the uh, spellcaster. She, she knows quite a bit about magic. I was hoping to get her advice about where to put it. I was thinking in this undercroft section, um, below deck, keep it keep it out of sight of the upper levels, uh, maybe at the prow of the ship. Well, maybe. You have the space for it, and you want to make sure you have a bubble around it, so that if no. you come in, you don't get, like, you know, splinched into a wall or something. But I'm sorry, what? What do you mean splinched? What, what is what, that word you've just used? What, what is that word? Um, how do I describe this? He, 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 and he, he picks up a piece of wood and it's like, well, imagine I was going to move this wood from one place to another. And the place that I was trying to move the wood was inside the wall. Um, oh, God. Fortunate occurrence would happen. And he kind of just cracks it in his hands. So you do want to give it a little bit of room around. <laughs> Because this, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Mira's help on this. <laughs> she would be the one to ask, yes. Goodness me. Um, right, I will definitely get Mira's input on that. Uh, well, I imagine you'd like to inspect the engines, Loki. Um, why don't, why don't you have a bit of an explore of the airship? I'll take Jin with me. We'll go deliver the gold. Lyra, it's up to you what you'd like to do. You can stay with Loki. You can come with us. If you've got other business in the city you'd like to do, I. Whatever you'd like to do. Uh, I have absolutely no idea. I guess I'll just stick with Lucky for now. Yeah, oh. absolutely. I can. I, we can. We can have a look at how the propulsion works. It's going to be fascinating. We uh, <laughs> we do actually need to come up with a name for the ship. Uh, are you good at naming things, Lara? Uh, not really. I, I when I was a kid, I named all of my pets pickles. Right. But so, um, unless you guys have an objection to having a ship named Pickles, the SS Pickles, the Sky Ship Pickles. Um, I mean, we can put it to a vote. <laughs> Wait, what was that? What was the? What name did you come up there, Lyra? Pickles. Great, great idea. We'll, we'll keep it in consideration. I reckon I put that one on the back burner. I think keep that one hot. That's keep definitely a good backup. Yes, the back burner. That yep, the back. Second burner. backup. Like <laughs> Actually, the SS backup. Not a bad. Not bad either. Yeah. Just want to Way to put me on the spot like that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh no, he actually listen would apologize. Sorry, says the DM. Um, well, I sort of, Jim. I sort of lean into it quickly and say, "Well, you know, it could be our little uh, nickname for the ship." And I give her a wink. <laughs> I mean, it, it does look a bit like a pickle. I'm not going to lie. I mean, by that logic, you may as well call it the SS Donger because it also kind of looks like a. Yes, right. I get your point. Maybe the cigar. We could call it. You know, the SS Dongers. That nickname's gonna stick now. Fuck. <laughs> says Geralt somewhere off screen apparently um, apparently apparently right. 
Well, um, <laughs> Jin. Mira. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect timing. Hey, Claire. Hey. Welcome. Hello. Just in time. We have named the ship the U- uh, SS Donna. I can't, I kind of like the idea of as as you guys are talking. Mira gets a bit bored and just walks down the stairs to see what's going on. Um, Mira, you head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mira, you, the, the others have headed. Head, uh, they've, they've gone below deck to sort of see what's in the bag of holding to sort of have a bit of an assessment of the treasure they've rescued from the sky ship, uh, from the sky castle, and to see what resources they've got to try and avoid Leosin's legs being broken by, um, by Long Don Silver. We had a lot more than we realised. Yeah. 8,000 gold more than they thought they did. Um, you you sort of uh, Leosin asked if you were happy to quickly stand watch and make sure no one came down below deck but they've been down here for quite a bit of time so you've gotten a bit bored you've seen a few people walking past no one's particularly paying much attention to your airship um, is there anything Mira would have been doing to pass the time while she's just standing on the deck watching people go past um well considering what happened at the end of last session uh, I'm looking around to see if anyone has noticed us or is particularly watching us. Particularly yes. in the embassy or, you know, the, the Lord's Alliance or, you know, any of the other people we don't want to know we have dragon names. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like an insight check to me. Insight? Insight check, definitely. Insight check. Insight check. Your favourite. Up check. That's an eight. eight. <laughs> As you have a bit of a look around, there are a few faces sort of looking at the ship, but, I mean, you don't blame them. It's a, it's a nice-looking ship. Um, there are three, three decks. Um, so there's an upper deck, a middle deck, and a lower deck. It, the prow's quite beautiful. No figurehead. Um, it doesn't look like there's any figurehead. The, you can see there's stains where they, maybe there once was a figurehead at the prow of the ship, but it has, it's been fallen off or removed or no longer there. The name has been painted over with a fresh coat of paint. Um ship doesn't have a name at this point either the propellers um, have recently been refurbished with copper banding and um, bronze work filigree along the sides to make them look a little bit like wings uh, it's a very beautiful ship people seem to be paying attention to the ship a few people looking past glancing at the ship probably because it's so beautiful but you don't get the sense I'm oh, sorry what was that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, after after a bit of time, you get bored. You've been waiting on this deck for 20 minutes now. 30 minutes. They're still downstairs. As far as you were aware, they were just going down to check the treasure and they haven't come back up again. Um, so at this point, Mira, you walk down towards the lower stairs, you head down below deck and you see them crowded around with chests full of copper, silver and platinum. One chest has 500,000 copper pieces, one chest has 40,000 silver pieces, one chest has another 40,000 silver pieces, and another chest is overflowing with platinum and silver pieces. Um, yes, so, yeah. context, while, we, while you were away... Oh, I actually know we'll play. So as Mira comes yeah. down, ah, Mira, we've come to a decision. Um, we have... have... Yes. I love takes. Yes, definitely would have been your thing. It was so riveting. We were all gathered around and counting out all the coin. Oh, did you really get... fun. Sweet As always... I sort of looked deflated. Oh. oh. Oh, but it's fun. What did we decide? So, we've decided that all this uh, 500,000 copper pieces will go 
and 40,000 silver pieces will go back to affected villages and towns um, oh, to sort of, sort of help with the uh, people who lost their treasure. Uh, 800 platinum and 20,000 silver pieces will go to our debt collector friend, so our friend here doesn't get his legs broken. Yes, Which? thank you. And 40,000 silver pieces will be kept for a party fund for stocking of staff for the uh, airship and any potential repairs we have to make and other things that could pop up. So overall, I think that is pretty fair. We've kept a decent amount for ourselves, but at the same time, we are fighting against a uh, potentially, you know, world-shattering event. So I think that is fair. And we we have given at least 9,000 gold equivalent back to all the affected villages. It sounds like you've given this much thought. This is, well, you know, I'm s- surprised. This is. I know it's, you've you've recruited some winners here, Mira. I, I don't want to speak ill of the assholes, but Emric would not have done this. Emric has done enough. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot to mention um, there, there is a bounty out on him too. I saw in uh, in Oxenfurt. Someone's put out a bounty to find him dead or even deader, um, which I found oh. quite funny. Oh, well, I that. Yes, it said dead or just the head, which I quite laughed. I, I quite liked that. That was quite funny. Well, that's, that's a new interesting take on wanted posters. I know. I, normally dead or alive. This is Emmerich, and should we collect the bounty? <laughs> <laughs> Half a mind, too. I, I, look, he has some stuff from us that he stole. <clears throat> Dragon eggs that we would like to get back. That's one. Okay. So, yeah. he has one dragon egg. Yes. And I don't remember last session, but did we actually learn, did Jin learn the uh, total amount of dragon eggs that this guild has? Uh, no, you don't know the number they have. Um, you know he took one, though. I know we, he has one, and I look around... At Leosin and Mira, because obviously Lyra and Lucky would have a clue. They're just in the same boat as me. Um, yeah, I guess anything... you're all in the same boat right now. Yeah, well, yeah, the same boat. <laughs> nice. you, get a, you can have inspiration, Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> but I will look at uh, Leosin and Mira, and I'll be like, "How many dragon eggs do you have?" Uh, you haven't signed the relevant paperwork to know that information, right, Mira? It's true. I have oh. all but not all Well, I guess I'll just put all this 10,000 gold back in my bag of holding and your legs will be snapped. Uh, you yeah, uh <sighs> I think this once I think this once mirror we could make an exception. He's joking. Oh good. Um look, uh, welcome to the Tempest Guild on an advisory basis. Please don't I share this him, information with anyone. I give him a nice bell as he says this. We we had three that we rescued from a hatchery that was controlled by the oh. Order of the Dragon. We now have two. Well, you guys certainly have been busy. Where did you acquire these from? A hatchery over near the town of Greennest that is now no more. Well, I I will keep this under wraps for now. Um, this could this is very sensitive information. Yep. If I had known this, I might not have been so brazen in, you know, my display up there. 
Yeah, but the last person who knew about these stole one of the eggs, so we've been kind of keeping it on the down low. Right, Mira? Uh, that was the idea. I did meet Emric. He was a very brazen chap. Yeah. So, uh, it doesn't actually surprise me that he took one. What was he planning on doing with it? it? It wouldn't be anything like maybe trying to raise it and potentially mount it as his personal um, mount by any chance. I mean, I, I something it sounds like he would do. I personally heard him bragging about that no less than six times. Mira, about the same thing. Uh, yes. More so. Mira, did you ever hear him talking about his plans for the egg? I remember him saying that he wanted to ride it, and I remember me saying that would you ride your own child? No. Oh dear, no, but would I think Emmerich probably would have. That's the kind of thing he'd do. That's the kind of thing he'd do, yes. I think he... From what I saw, and it was only a cursory glance, really, only a small little chat, it is someone who... Like I said, is brazen. Does things in the extreme, so that's why I put two and two together. It'd be interesting to see if he pops up on our travels. I'm sure he will. But for now, we have more pressing matters. Yes, we need to uh, find now. Yes. Before the debt collector. Silver. Well, that is top priority for sure. But this other. Distributing the gold, uh, our wealth, with the affected villagers, we need to find someone who we trust. Sussurus is someone I trust, but don't know if she has the she will have the she will have the know-how. So I'm hoping that maybe we can distribute this without some of the nefarious noblemen finding out. Because ultimately, we want this to get back to the villagers. Yes, I think so. I I, I is you've mentioned that you had a spy contact. Okay, so when you say that, Jared needs to know who is the spy contact. Uh, Leosin doesn't know. You haven't said the name in front of him. I don't even know. <laughs> Mira, do you know any spies? I mean, Sussurus. <laughs> do you think Sussurus is feeling particularly amenable towards you guys right now? No. Oh. <laughs> Why not? We told her the absolute truth. No, we have <laughs> The issue yeah. we're going to fall here is we're going to come to her with nearly 9,000 gold worth we only said we had 1,000. That could... Oh, God, that could be... Yeah. The other thing is, she's probably going to ask us how we got the money for the airship as well. We should probably keep that one on the down low from her. Lyra, do you have any contacts that you trust? People that They're you all know dead. Could... Oh, Damn. No, no, oh, my that. God. <laughs> well, I mean... Oh God, I'm so sorry. So just even just chronologically speaking, most of them are probably very dead. Is there is there really no one you know anymore, Lyra? That's oh. that's. Well, I, I, so I met one of them. Who who did you met? You met someone. Do you trust this person? No. <laughs> 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 not not enough to uh, ask her to do something like this. Okay. Fair enough. Wait, you don't mean... I have some contacts at the Harpers, but I don't really want to talk to her or involve her. I think involving... 
Yeah, we need a break from spies for a bit, I think. Yes. How about we just say that we're private entrepreneurs and they don't need to know where we got our money from. Oh, you know what we could do? We have an airship. We could just go around all of the affected villages and just give them the gold directly. Like an airdrop? Yes, but maybe <laughs> not the way we were thinking about it before. We just throw <laughs> the gold at them. Uh, yes, Mira, Lockie suggested just tipping it over the side of the ship, like dropping shrapnel from above. Um, I said that would that would probably contravene. I said that would probably contravene the Oxenfurt Convention of the Art of War. I mean, it's not an entirely. I mean, it's not an entirely crazy idea. The Grenivi Convention. We could certainly it if. That's actually, that's actually that's yeah. something we could do. Actually, we have an airship. Yeah. Right. I mean, how much do we do we do we have a lot of time on our hands? Is it, are we not in a rush? I mean, that's great to know that oh, we're yeah, not in yeah. a huge rush. I guess the only person I would potentially give it back to was Lady, um, the middle lady on the council. Ah, Lady, lady Lorelai. Again, into that problem where then she's probably going to ask us where all this money came from. We only told her we had that thousand. We did, we did, but she knows that we kept things back, and she also knows that we were not kindly disposed towards that duke. And I don't think she's kindly disposed towards him either. We could just give her the money and say, "Don't mention it to the duke." And that well, would be we do. We do have another option. Mm-hmm. I could get Azur onto this. And have him distribute yeah, he... it to the affected villages? Yeah, I mean, at the moment, he, he's basically moving around, gathering information from a number of villages. He's already heading past locations anyway. That is Why something not... that Azur would do. <laughs> yeah. That is something he I, would I do mean, very well. Yeah. We can, we, we know we can trust Azur, right? Like, we, I think we can, we can safely say we trust Azur. Yes. He doesn't. He doesn't really understand how money works, so we don't have to worry about him spending it because he never sort of got over the idea um, of bartering. Even Money's if he knew about, concept. even if he knew about money in general, he, I don't think he has a evil bone in his body. He wouldn't touch it. No, no. I, I know he wouldn't I'd take like it for that. himself. I think that give him a wagon or something because that is a fair amount of coinage. We, he will have to be careful. How much well, would another bag of holding actually cost? Well, that's that's what I'm thinking. Um, uh, why don't I get in contact with Professor Griswold, get him onto creating one? That's we have an yes. artificer. Why is? I mean, that sounds like a good use of his time. Um, yes, oh, um, Mira, Mira. Uh, Leosin pulls out of his bag a scroll and a glowing green chalk stick of chalk. Um, oh. Can you have a look at this? Uh, this was given to me by Griswold. He said it allowed for faster passage, and he told me to draw these symbols, and he unrolls the scroll and hands it to you in that shape. Uh, and you see there's a number of sigils and symbols in the shape of a large circle uh, with this chalk. Do you know anything about this? Magic is not my strong suit. Does Mira know what this is? <laughs> you can make me an arcana check so, with advantage. One, okay, you already gave your advantage. Just going to help it. Yeah, she's got advantage, yep. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, no. That's only one roll. 
Yeah, we're gonna Natural have to. 20, 23. So the first roll was a six. There was a bit of panic. Natural 20, 23. Mira, this is a scroll of teleportation. Um, it's a circle of teleportation. Um, this is a modified version of the spell, though. Um, if you had not rolled as high as you did, you would not have known that this is a modified version. Um, this allows for the creation of a permanent circle of teleportation between two points um, between wherever you draw this here and wherever the other circle has been drawn it is activated by sacrificing spell slots so you have to put magical energy into this um, to open it and activate it and move between it so you can use spell slots to do it the level of the spell slot and the number of spell slots determines the number of people that can move through um, or objects so if you were to sacrifice the first level spell slot, one person could move through in one direction. Second level, two people, one direction, one person, two directions. Um, it's a modified version of a uh, teleportation circle that Griswold has designed himself. That's cool. That's good for sorcerers. Just out of game, by the way. Yes, yes, it is. It's almost like the Dungeon Master designed it for a sorcerer. <laughs> oh, it's weird. That's crazy. Wait. Wait, so only Mira can do the spell slot thing? No, no. Any Anyone who can spend spell slots can do it, but it's okay. especially good for sorcerers who can just use sorcery points, which is the same as spell slots for them. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I mean, like, yeah, um, and it's not too bad for me either because I'm I'm, I am a warlock, so I have those two packed. So what's your what's your conversion rate for sorcery points to spell slots, Mira? Is it, I think it's two for one, right? One, yeah. Two for one? Yeah. You would know that in your primal sorcery form you can just use your sorcery points they are for you it is exactly the same as a spell slot using your sorcery points directly Sweet. So it is it is it is it's supposed to be cheaper for you to use and supposed to be more designed for you so that is perfect I, I was hoping i'd done that math right but that's really good excellent right yes he said to draw this somewhere on the ship that is safe and Loki terrified the absolute living crap out of me by talking about getting splinched into a wall. So I was kind of hoping I could get your opinion on where to put it. Because, for the love of God, I do not want to be killed by this thing. Oh, yes. Right. Okay. Well, I will need... Perhaps I might need Loki's advice about this, you know, just in terms of, um, uh, you know, algorithmically, you know, using the magic. I'm not very, you know... I kind of get a feel for things... But okay. I, I might work with Lockie on this one, actually. Actually, that, that makes a lot of sense. Lockie's going to stay on the airship and look at the engine. I'm yes. going to give you the chalk, and he passes over the chalk and the scroll to you, Mira. You can do the circle. Lyra's going to stick around here too. Jin and I will go hand in the gold. That sounds like a plan. So, to confirm everything now, we're going to give a bunch of the gold, or, or a bunch of the uh, currency back to affected villages. We're going to try and do that through the use of another bag of holding for um, our friend um, Azua, who will then transport yes. it around. We're going to take we're going to take 10,000 golds worth of uh, currency now to your friend Long Dong yep. Silver. And we're going to keep 4,000 gold uh, currency. Yes. So Perfect. what I'm thinking we do is we send back this gold to the guild via the teleportation circle once Mira's got that all built we just put it in the middle of the circle send it back then with a note or one of us goes back and, and quickly fills in Griswold and, and Azura on what they need to do and then comes back that's a lot of that's a lot of wasted spells maybe just send it with a note yes so yeah we'll send them the gold I'll keep this 40,000 SP in this bag of holding yes 
Yep, very good. And I'll take this other 10,000. Now we have a pirate of the sky to see. Yes, we need to go see Long Don Silver. Um, right, well, I, I leave you in charge of the airship. We need to come up with a name. Oh, and we don't yet have any decorations. The sails are just plain white sails. If you wanted to get some, some special colors on the sails or, or some sort of symbol or flag. Uh, we also don't have a, uh, a figurehead either. The previous one, I had it removed. It was, um, it was a bit tasteless. Oh, what was it? Um, it was a, uh, <laughs> I don't really know how to say this. Um, what was it? I'm it's, so uh, interested to hear. Uh, it, it was a, uh, a beheaded dragon. Sorry, Mira. Ironically fitting, though, considering we're about to take on potentially Tiamat. Yeah, but we're not taking on dragons, are we? We're taking on a cult. Just call themselves the Order of the Dragon. I'm, I'm trying not to be racist here. Appreciate it. Pleasure. And when I say it was a, a better dragon, Mira, I'm, I'm very sorry. It was actually the skull of a dragon. I, oh. I had it buried. I handed it over to the embassy. It, it I, I didn't. It was very, it was very uncomfortable. It's fine. <laughs> she just like her heart melts at how pure these two are smart. <laughs> <laughs> but you kind of know how, like, when someone when someone is trying really hard not to be insensitive, yes, they sometimes come across as like a bit insensitive because <laughs> it's like they're assuming a lot about you. Um, yep. Yeah, he's he's basically just every white person ever trying to apologize for the way <laughs> white people have behaved for the last like eight hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> but in in fantasy terms, so he's trying to apologize for. Uh, some some white person or some some humanoid killing a dragon and uh, mounting its head on the front of an airship. <laughs> right. Stop. Yes. Um. Well. Shall we? Yes. Uh. Yes. I had it repainted as well. Um. Yes. Uh, gosh. I don't know how to. I don't know how to. I'm just gonna. Jin. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> he just yes. pushes past you on the stairs and heads upstairs. Let's, let's go. Yes. Let's let's head back up. Uh, perfect. Well, let's follow Jin and Leosin for a little bit, and then we'll come back to the three of you. While I am gone, do you guys want to use the chat to come up with potentially some options for the name of the ship, if you so wish? Um, oh, yeah. And yeah. if there's any designs or things like that, I reckon the Discord chat would be a really good spot to do that, if you if you have any suggestions or things like that. Um, Jin and Leosin. Uh, so yeah, you head down the gangway. He takes you back across through the busy, uh, bustling uh, platform that is the, the dock of the skyship. He leads you down through a series of stairs and narrow passageways, um, coming across a, a series of rougher sections of the city. Um, Jin, you find yourselves moving through uh, a section that is... is I don't want to say like slum, but it is very dodgy looking. Um, right. The people that you're walking past are dressed a lot more shabbily, but there's an element of a lot of them are old sailors' uniforms and things like that that have been repurposed. A number of tattoos um, in the shape of grinning skulls uh, sitting on top of clouds, which um, I'd say that even you, without your experience of Sky Pirates, know is probably like the universal so, sign of sky pirates what i'm gonna do then i'm gonna go to Elias and um i'll be back just give me a quick second and i'm going to shuffle off into one of the alleyways yep i'm gonna disguise self 
and I'm going to copy my outfit to look very similar to a lot of these sky pirates walking around. Absolutely, yep. So, so... I'll do a first level pack magic mm-hmm. and just do one of my uh, disguise selves. Yep. Uh, copy that, and then I'm going to make myself change. I'm going to make myself look like this sort of. I'm going to try and look pretty intimidating. So I'm going to be about like six foot two, a human with like long sort of hair. That's uh, it looks a bit like maybe a little bit matted and stuff, but like for the most part, like quite flowing. A beard, a huge scar running down my face, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to be I'm just going to be like bulked up, like I've been in the gym for like years. And then I'll oh, walk out, and I'll look... So I'm basically just trying to look at this super intimidating... Because Illyrian probably has his air of whimsy about him, and he's a bit too elegant and a bit too... You know, he, he, they, the Sky Pirates might take him a bit differently than they would someone who's, like, a hulking sort of figure. Um, so as I sort of come back to Leosin, I'll be like, um, this is me, Leosin, right here. Uh, wow, that's a... That's changed a pretty, my form. That's an impressive skill. I, I've not... Not really seen magic like that on, on such command. That's that's very impressive. Yes, well, I wanted something that was a little bit more shall we say, intimidating. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna make a really quick um really oh quick retcon. I uh, I've I've renamed I, I've not renamed, I've redesigned the Sky Pirate symbol. I just realized there's a way better symbol that I could have used rather than a skull on a cloud, because that's very ambiguous if put on a flag. It's literally skull with bat wings. Boom. Done. Perfect. Sky Pirates, skull with bat, bat, uh, bat wings. Um, yeah, so you head down through the narrow alleyways, passing a number of, um, yeah, what can only be described as, uh, as Sky Pirates. Um, Actually, what I will do, though, is quickly, through, sorry, oh, yeah. just with the uh, outfit, I won't make it look like super the Sky Pirate, though, because I want to fit in, but not be so much so that they're like why is one of our like sky pirates like just helping this guy okay if you know what yeah, i mean yeah. do you want to so make me a performance more... check in that case just to that's a plus 10 so it's 26 yeah um you you absolutely pull this off you're very quickly getting into the theme you're picking up the swagger you're watching the way that they're going you very much are picking up on the uh, on the mannerisms of these sky pirates and very much uh, on top of it um and you're, you're yeah keeping a little bit of distance but not too far away making sure that you're um maintaining a, a bit of a deniability if anyone was to look at you uh, as being involved with leosin um very shortly, you enter into a, a large open section of almost what's a market area, what once was a market area, I should say, that is now being converted into a series of seedy pubs and taverns. And right ahead, there is the mast of a ship rising through the center of this building with the nameplate of a ship um, hanging from it. Um, and it's called the Prawn. And then underneath, right. someone's written Shop. So only half of whatever the ship name was, half the name has been removed. Might have been the Crimson Prawn or something like that. Now it's just Prawn Shop, but it looks like someone's attempt to make Pawn Shop out of the out of the ship name. <laughs> I, you cannot call your ship the Crimson Prawn. Come on, guys. <laughs> oh. Bands. Right, can we just? Can we? I'm going to take a quick pause as we just because this is about to get very serious, and I want to acknowledge the shit that's been going on in the chat right now. Uh, our suggestions so far have been oh my goodness let's start from the beginning we've got pickles the flying donger pickle donger the pickle dong the lofty gonger 
Drake Donger, <laughs> the SS Pickle Drake Dongers. Guys, Donzies. Oh my goodness. Can, can we can we please try and maintain at least an air of professionalism? I mean Pickle Drake Dongers. For fuck's sake, guys. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't put inverted quotes around it an air of decency come on Mira <laughs> oh fucking hell I'm not drunk enough for this I, I need Actually, at least six more beers for this what's really good about the uh, chat is that everyone can see it in the in the stream yeah yeah if you're stream would be great was that sorry Claire just as from the stream would be great <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stream. If you, no, 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 no. I just want to make this really clear. If the stream is going to give suggestions, if I see the word donger or pickles in the name, it's an instant ban. <laughs> we, we will fight for you if you vote donger. <laughs> you vote to be banned. This is not a democracy. This is an absolute totalitarian dictatorship. I am the god of this world. (laughs) And what I say is law. Oh my god. Fucking hell. Alright, let's get get back into seriousness. Let me just slap that shit off me and um, let's try and... Yeah. Let's try and uh, let's try and get back to a, a nice sort of serious in- interaction between a dude who wants to break another dude's legs. Um, oh my god, are you calling the ship an air of decency? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you know what? <laughs> You've broken me. <laughs> That's it. Oh god. And you know what, Owen? You named. Oh. I'm giving. I'm giving all of you inspiration. <laughs> that's fantastic. That was well played. Well played. Yeah, that's um, that was very, that was very well played. That was uh, that was good. You you worked that against me very nicely. Um, I'd love to say that was intentional, but no. <laughs> oh fucking hell! An air of decency is a great name for a ship. Can I just say? Oh, all right. Yeah. Let me just. Oh, you right, just. Dragon <laughs> yeah, yeah, dragons give him lucky advantage. The problem is now I need to get into the character of Long Don Silver, and I'm too busy crying. Um, oh, okay, serious, serious. We're in a serious interaction. Um, Jin and Le- <laughs> Jin and Leosin, as you head through, as you head through into the prawn shop. <clears throat> Shut the fuck up! If I hear laughing, I'm meeting you all. As you head through into the prawn shop, um, you can see a number of burly-looking pirates wielding scimitars, um, mean expressions on their face. Uh, in the far section behind the counter is a small uh, halfling man cowering as he is being lifted and hung on a hook above the, oh uh, the shop side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's close. No, 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 I can pay, I can pay, please. No, 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 long done. No, 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 I can pay, I can pay. Just give me a chance. You'll be staying right there until I get my gold. Or your children will come visit you and look up at a piece of stunning artwork. The Hanged Halfling. Now that's a great name for a ship. No, 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 please, please, sir, no. As a rag is stuffed in his mouth, um, and he's left sort of dangling, kicking his legs and arms hanging from the side of the counter. Right. Leosin. Got my money, or am I going to have to break your legs? Uh, no, yes, I have, I have the money, yes, um, 
Here, it's all here. Plus the interest. Interest? What, 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 what are you talking about, interest? What, what, do you, what do you mean? What do you mean, interest? Well, I asked my money three days ago. Where's the interest? One hundred extra gold pieces per day. And because you're standing there stammering like some floundering flathead, an extra hundred gold for pissing me off. So, I'll sort of step in at this point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now look, we've got ten thousand here for you. Hundred GP's a bit much. Fifty for each day. And who the fuck are you? Uh, well, my name is Freddy Thorne. Never heard of you. Yes. I am rising within the ranks. You wouldn't know me much around here, but I have been around. Well, Freddy Thorne. Make me a persuasion check. Okay, so am I trying do I am I trying to pass myself off as Freddy Thorne? No, this is this is persuasion check for the 50, 50 gold a day. He he will take you at face value that your name is Freddy Thorne. Okay. Yeah, it's 25. 25. <laughs> Leosin, maybe you should have sent Freddy in to bargain for you. You might have had a better deal. Very well. I'll accept 10,000 gold, along with 200 extra. Deal? Yeah, I will go with that. Uh, yes, thank you. Um, as as you, I, I don't have I don't have any money on me, Jin. Just the ten thousand, please. I tell sort me of you just wave him off. I I, oh, I sort of I, yeah, yeah. I sort of had the. Is it one chest that we've got the eight thousand? Yes, just one chest. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so yeah, I just sort right. of dump that there. Um, and open it up. So we have eight hundred platinum pieces, equaling eight thousand gold, and my, we my, have twenty thousand. CP, uh, SP, that is 2,000 G, uh, GP. And then I have a small little... I, I sort of bring out another pouch. This is my own personal gold. Um, and I sort of plunk yep. it on next to this chest and go, and that is your 200. Where did a minnow like you get platinum pieces? I genuinely didn't think you'd be able to pay. As, I sort of, as he sort of says that, I have a twinkle in my eye. Well... We have our ways, don't we, us Sky Pirates? We might be able to do business, Freddy Thorne. I would very like that, very much. I'm, like I said, quite new in town, and I wouldn't mind making a name for myself around these, these here parts. Rumor has it that one of the larger brigs carrying treasure from... Horizon, one of the Sky Cities, is understaffed with guards on its most recent voyage back. If you were to put together a crew, get some able-bodied men, I think we could arrange for two ships, yours and mine, to intercept it and take the gold. What say Okay. So out of character, that that does pre- present a dilemma, because mm-hmm. I'm obviously not a sky pirate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I look yep. at him and go, 
Aye, that does sound tempting. Let me go around these docks, and let me see if I can assemble a crew. I will come back within, well. within the day. Sounds like a plan, Freddy. But, he closes the chest and moves it below. Excellent. Um, as for that, I will actually go to Leos and... Well, that is our business settled. I was only really contracted to help you this far. If you need anything else, let me know. Uh, I, I was hoping we could get some sails and a figurehead, but I guess we'll speak to the crew about that. Well, yep. if you'd like, you can uh, hire me out for another 50 gold today, and I can help you sort that stuff here. Uh, is this is this somewhere where we can purchase ship supplies? I am not some sort of shipwright. Get the fuck out of my store, Leosin. Yes. And don't step well. in here again. Uh, yes, sorry. Yes, right. Um, well, um, uh, F- Freddy, I'm going to leave. Thank you for your help and protection. Goodbye. Right. And Leosin sort of turns and awkwardly walks out of the shop. As he <laughs> turns to go, um, Long Don Silver, who, oh, sorry, I should have described Long Don Silver. Um, the man who's before you is grossly fat leaning oh over God. the table yeah, yeah yeah sorry i should have described the man he's grossly fat leaning over the table a small stubby beard scattered across his chin and dusting down his neck one eye peering from uh, the right hand side the left covered by a large black eye patch studded with rubies and sapphires he has an extravagant pirate's uh, tricorn hat on his head with a long peacock plume rising from the center uh the cloak and sailor's uniform he's wearing probably fit him a decade and a half ago, but is stretched <laughs> and pulled across his body. Uh, tears in the shoulders where his fat, flabby arms are pushing through. Um, his breath stinks. It reeks. You can see he has a few teeth left. Um, number of scars across his hands and body and just covered in these very poorly done tattoos. Um, I mean, I guess the comparison, Jin, is when you look at the Orkish people and the way they tattoo their skin in these beautiful tribal designs, very symbolistic, very, um, uh, uh, very artistic tattoos, this is like the complete opposite end of the spectrum. This is, um, yeah, this, this is like a, a, a complete, horrible whack job of a tattoo that's been done on him. <laughs> just well, like, maybe it's a whale, but it also could just be like a squashed fish. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Um, probably when he was younger they fit his skin a bit better but as he's grown the woman who uh, there's like a, a tattoo of a woman on his uh, on his shoulder um probably was quite skinny and beautiful it's stretched with his skin so she's now disproportionate and the head is like wider than the body <laughs> as he's gotten uh, gotten fatter that pompous prick if you don't rob him one of my boys will that's your plan right take the rest of his gold <laughs> well you are definitely right. I was actually, if you, if you don't mind, I will depart. And yes, I think I might go and sort of uh, have a word with him before he leaves this sector. Um, but after that, I will, like I said, gather a crew and I'll come back here within the, by the end of the day. And we will talk more about this job. Sounds like a plan. I'll see you later then. So yeah, as I walk out, I sort of give him a bit of a um, 
like a just a goodbye gesture, and I'll sort of walk through the door, and I'll start making my way towards Leosin. Um, Who's just I'll sort of is... walking slowly down the street, pretending <laughs> to be walking away, but at the same time not wanting to go too far away from you. So obviously, my reasoning for like making myself stand apart from Leosin is because I wanted to seem like a private contractor, so yeah. he we he won't come looking for um, Freddie Thorne like to talk to Leosin. He's not going to really. He's not going to put yep. two and two together. They're all together. Because yep. obviously I'm going to drop three Thorn pretty quick. Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm so surprised I'll, you can go for Swabby Seabeard. I was thinking about it, but Swabby Seabeard, you know, he's about being on the sea. He's not about being on airships. Uh, I have to say, we've had a suggestion from chat, which I, I know I said a rule about if they mentioned... <laughs> they've So Teller999 said the Scarlet Picklenell. Very <laughs> good, Teller. Very good. If I could gift you inspiration, very nicely done. Excellent work. That is a solid pun. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, right. Uh, Jin and Leosin, oh, yeah. as you guys head back, you encounter will... no... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. go, go, go. All I was going to say was, I'll just go in an alleyway, hit it again, I'll change back into Illyrian, drop the yep. disguise self so I'm back in my old clothes, and then I will join Leosin as he departs from this area and... I'm aware now as well that we might actually potentially get robbed. Um, yep. But because I said Freddy Thorne was going to do it, I'm hoping that like um, that sort of business with um, the our friend will... He won't really rob us. But I, as I get back, catch up to, to Leos, I'm like, ah, well, that's was interesting. I think I won't be using Freddy Thorne for a very long time, Persona. Um, uh, yeah, that's, yes. a, that's probably a good idea. They... That that man's dangerous. He will have written down your name and yes. description in a book. I, exactly. I have scared. no uh, aspirations to become a sky pirate. That job he mentioned um, sounds interesting, but not my cup of tea. We have more pressing matters. Um, so oh, should we get out of here post haste? Yes, yes, absolutely. And we should keep an eye out for his ship um, for f- following us. I think if we could have someone on watch, um, yeah, the Scarlet Picklenell is one of the fastest ships in, the, in this region. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a very dangerous ship. We do not want to be caught by nice. it. Nice. Uh, but yeah, yes, Long Don um, Silver. Uh, yes, he captains a number of ships, but one of them is the Scarlet Picklenell. I sort of class him on the... I give him a pat on the back. I'm sorry to put, sort of put you uh, sort of, you know, not throw under the bus per se, but put you on the spot when I suddenly wasn't actually part of the party and was a private contractor. That was probably a bit surprising, but... I think it, it has a good effect for us. I, I, it, Mira trusts you, and Azua trusts you. I, I trust you. Um, and I was a bit nervous for a second there. I thought maybe you were going to shiv me, and <laughs> I, but it, it worked out okay. Yes, this is what happens when you have to do spy things, as Mira yeah, um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm. I've not done much of uh, of this sort of spy work. I've mostly been reconnaissance spy work. Uh, an infiltration. Um, oh, I've been infiltration, but more hide in plain sight. As you can see, I can at yes. a whim I can change shape and form. Well, you haven't yeah, actually seen you. it. I, I guess more just me ducking into alleyways and coming back, and it's a completely different person. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've wondered if there was an item you had that I would have. I mean, I would have loved it when I was doing spying. That would have been very helpful when I was trying to infiltrate the Order of the Dragon, uh, uh, rather than just being myself. I think I'll. Show you this another time. Somewhere yes, not, not in public. Not in public. Yes, no good idea. So yeah, I uh, guess with that yeah. we'll go back. You guys to the head airship. on back. Absolutely. And I'm sure, 
you want to go back to the airship and have a chat with these guys? Absolutely. So while that's been happening, um, Lockie, Lyra, and Mira, uh, I am assuming that... Uh, so the shipwright, the shipwright, who um, the, on each dock there is um, a, a couple of companies who do uh, modifications, management of ships, um, any of the stuff that you need, you can talk to them about. Did you have any ideas for the design of the ship? I can see in the chat that you've had a lot of ideas for the design of the ship. First off, are you going to go with the name An Air of Decency? I think, I think so. <laughs> okay, I'll make a note of it. It's a great name. I love it. Um, and what sort of... Uh, so is it, is it Air of Decency or An Air of Decency? I kind of like the An, like it's the ship yeah. is the SS. An air of decency. I like the an air of decency. An air of decency. Awesome. Great name. Um, what are you going to go with for the sails, figurehead, and um, trimmings of the ship? Which are all paid for. Yeah. I haven't thought about within, sails. Within reason. <laughs> so... We could probably go with like that same blue, yeah. white, and silver sort of motif over the sails. Maybe yep. you can have like, like a sun coming out from behind clouds or something to reference the tempest. Plus, mm. oh, oh, make, make, make the clouds like asma wings to go with them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So, and then the figurehead I can see in the chat. You've said you want an asma. An ASMR figurehead with a serene look on their face, arms out a little bit, and the wings stretch back along the bow of the ship. Very nice. Yeah. Um, and what are you modelling the, the ASMR on? Is it just sort of a very androgynous looking figure, going more male, more female? Oh, it's got to be a Zua. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alrighty. It's a Zua, is it, on the front of the ship? I'll have to draw this ship now, won't I? Oh, could we... Okay, if we're going to do references to past characters... Can, instead of a sun, can we have a moon to reference our lost uh, compatriot Wiltix? Oh yeah, okay. like nice. on the uh, on the flag, like you well, know I how you're having. That, so we have like a moon with like a tempest. That goes to the same. A moon with storm clouds. A moon with storm clouds. Yeah. Symbolise okay. our fallen fr- uh, friend. Yeah. yeah, and that kind of suits Lyra a bit too as well. Yeah, moon druid. Woo. Okay, done. Absolutely. Um, those trimmings are organised. Uh, Mira, um, I need you to roll me a spellcasting check. So just a d20 plus your spellcasting modifier, please, as I assume you also do the teleportation circle. I do, yes. Does she get advantage because I'm helping? Yeah, I was uh, Yes, she can have advantage. Yep, if Lockie's helping out, you can, of course, have advantage. Absolutely. Okay, so it'll be a d20 plus four. I'm just going to roll it. Very nice. Twice. Definitely twice. Yep, 10 for the first one, so 14 total. Not too bad, not too bad. 11 for the second, 15 total. Uh, so the 15 the fifteen is the pass for no things going wrong. So that is 14 was one thing goes wrong, 15 is the cutoff for no things go wrong. Um, Mira, I'll bring you to the front of the ship, the bow. I think probably the best place to put it, Lockie would be identifying, is over this section here. You've got an open section of the ship where there's nothing in position. Um, I think it kind of makes sense to put it up the front of the ship. So let me chuck down a teleportation circle there for you. Also, it's right um, next to the stairs, which means as soon as you teleport in, you can run up the stairs. Exactly right, except those are the stairs down, unfortunately. All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That looks awesome. Perfect Mundo. I love it. That looks fantastic. Um, 
Excellent, excellent, excellent. As you put down the teleportation circle, wunderbar. And uh, Loki, I will take you down to the ship's engines and I'll quickly show those off to you. Um, for all of you, if you want to have a bit of a look around the ship, I'll also bring your tokens across to the midsection of the ship so that you can check that out. I'll bring you across to uh, Jared's just so you can see it. We'll do a little show off of the ship before we wrap up for today. So this is the lowest deck, the lower deck. The engine room is at the back of the ship, plugged into all of the um, components required to power the ship and move it. Um, there's also some crew decks down here, some crew bunks as well, and there's storage at the front of the ship. That whole front section of the uh, prow is all for storage um, that you can see there. Uh, I'll move the camera back up so you guys can see if you're watching. Uh, this, the middle of the ship, um, the crew decks, um, the crew bunks, there are uh, six bunk beds, so a total of 12 beds here. The back of the ship uh, is the engine room, and then the front is the storage. And then I'll bring you guys back to the midsection of the ship, the mid deck. And you can each pick out your rooms because there are three rooms in this section here. Uh, Lockie, I'm assuming, is going to stay in the engine room because that kind of makes sense for Lockie, right? Yeah, yeah, he will. I mean, he doesn't need to sleep, but he'll he'll set up a spot there. So my question is, um, there's a red bed, a green bed, and a yellow bed. I've actually kind of realized that each of you, your um, character art matches those colors quite nicely. So... <laughs> um, Pick, pick your rooms, please. Oh, look, I'm not too fussed. They're, they're pretty. They're all pretty similar by the looks of it. They're I think Mira would yeah. get a lot of use out of the extra desk, probably. I was gonna say, if no one wants it, I will definitely climb the desk. Take well, the extra maybe... desk, absolutely. What's what's this here? Is that anything? Is that just another bedside desk? table? Just storage, bedside table. I might, because I, I, I probably have a lot of Harper's stuff to still do. I might take this one with a desk if Lara doesn't yeah. mind. If I take a desk. Lara, yeah, you can always thing. purchase a desk and have it set up if you want a desk, if you want to do nerd stuff. Uh, she'd be more likely to take over the kitchen and try and get some herbalism done than write anything Yeah, down. absolutely. So so the question the question to think about, so we will, we'll be wrapping up the session sort of in the next little bit, but the, the thing we're going to be focusing on next week is there's a couple of roles um, that the ship doesn't have yet filled. So um, Captain is Leosin. He has been trained to use the airship. He will be flying the airship unless one of you is also proficient. Um, I know for a fact none of you are at this point because none of you have done the training. Um, although Lockie, Lockie is the engineer, I think it's safe to say, so that you need an engineer to power well, the yeah, ship and manage the engine. Right. I think Lockie's the engineer, he's got that covered. So we still need a navigator, we still need a cook um, to provide meals. Uh, pr probably um, another important role would be a deckhand or two, if you could hire a deckhand or two. Um, I don't think there's any other important roles for the ship. Are there any other roles that you think you'd want to have filled on on board deck? Um, she could. Lyra would probably be happy to also take over sort of like a medic kind of role. Like if any of the yes, crew ship's sort of doctor. Gets in, yeah, Absolutely. Injured on yeah, ship's doctor is a big one. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like we fulfill the role of of both and like ordering all the stuff and yeah, quartermaster, quartermaster and bosun. Absolutely, that makes a lot of sense given your um, experience with uh, logistics. Um, and then I guess then so the only ones that you need is possibly cook possibly navigator yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. excellent mm -hmm. well what we will do is I will present you guys with some NPCs off stream we will bring them in next stream for little job interviews and hire them and then we'll head off underway we'll just do a little bit of a role play with the two two or three NPCs that I present you guys just so that you can have a little bit of fun meeting the NPCs and pick your favourites and then we will um, head on off on the next adventure my question to you guys is as a team um, did you want to investigate the sounding of the drakhorn first 
Or did you want to have a bit of a look into hunting down Varum the White? Sorry, we, 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 we missed the first option. Oh, did you want to sort of investigate the sounding of the Drakhorn? So the, the sounding of the horn, try and locate where that is coming from? Or did you want to look into hunting down Varum the White first? Or did you want to do the third option? Something else entirely that I haven't suggested. The third option? What's... <laughs> and you guys come up with option. something else. You guys come oh. up with something else that right. I haven't suggested. <laughs> the third option that's always in D&D. There's always that last option that the Dungeon Master hasn't said, which is whatever the fuck you guys want to do. Well, it, it could be a good idea to take down, go get Varum and just sort of see what they know. Like, we could try, if we could keep them alive, we can try and get some information out of them. Well, I was even thinking we could, you know, we were meant to go and find him anyway. We could still use our standing with um, the other girl to, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. That's, that sounds like consensus to me. Sweetness. Well, he was going to go and look into the dragon horn. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Alrighty. Well, with that, we will wrap up everything for tonight, and I will have some homework to do and prepare for next session. Um, Lockie, you should have the stat block for the airship. Um, I'm also going to upload it to Roll Twenty so everyone can see it, just to make life really easy um, for flying the airship. And we'll do a little bit more talk about how the airship works next session. But we'll do that. I think I was going to do it off stream, but I will do it live on stream just to introduce some of the homebrew stuff. Um, and that way all of you will know how to use it. And it'll all be in the notes of Roll20 as well, so that you can open it up at any time. But I think that's a really good place to wrap up for tonight. So thank you so much, everybody, for joining me, joining us. Thank you so much for the airship suggestions, for the, for the names. Um, good Lord. <laughs> some classics. Um... Yeah, that's. Um, I think that was that was a really really good role play heavy session. Um, lots of fun getting to to explore the airship and, and find out more about it. And it's it's lovely to have Leosin back in the picture. I've I've missed playing Leosin. He's a fun character to play. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, everybody. We will be back next Wednesday for more shenanigans. I guess is the best way to describe our style of D and D. I think shenanigans is right. Um, So stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all next time. Farewell, everybody. See you next week. See you next time, everyone. Goodbye.